Lord God, we thank you for your holiness, for your presence among us this morning. We thank you that in the future there is laid up for us the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to us on that day. And not only to us, but also to all who have loved his epiphany, his appearing. God, we're your Christmas people. We're the people that you visit with your very presence. Live in us today, we pray, in Jesus' holy name. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. You may be seated. And also to all who have loved his appearing, his epiphany. That's 2 Timothy 4, verse, uh, verse number 8. His epiphany, his appearing. Uh, we, we celebrate Epiphany Sunday, and this concept on uh, this day, it's associated with the, with the wise men, as Terry said, coming, uh, following the star, the light in the sky, and from the light in the sky to the light of the world, uh, Jesus. And, and no matter what kind of light we have received so far all that light god wants us to point us deeper and deeper to the light of the world to jesus himself Uh, human knowledge was meant to to turn us towards that great truth Uh, but christmas tells us more than just uh, about illumination it's more than uh, mere revelation it's the revelation of the kind of god that we have we're not alone god's in this with us He's uh, showed up in stables, and he'll show up in the mess of your life. Uh, He wants to walk with you in it. He wants to redeem all that's uh, happened to you that's not been of his will. He wants to shape your heart to be an impact in his world that you might leave the same loving imprint on others that he leaves on you. God calls us into that personal kind of partnership with him. And how appropriate for Terry to remind us this morning that in all our resolutions about a new year and a new year starting, to remember that partnership as the center point. There's so much more we can do with him than we could ever do without him, right? I I remember one Sunday, I I was having fun with you guys. Nobody really knew about this. I, I, uh, I had some connections still over at ORU. Yes, it's hard to believe. I didn't burn all the bridges over there while I was there. And uh, one, one of the things that, I, that just kind of happened that I never anticipated was really a lot of fun. And that was my senior year. A dear friend of mine lost her cheerleading partner. He was a year older. And so for one year, she was in desperation and asked me if I could be her yell leading partner. Well, I wasn't used to wearing polyester quite that tight or throwing women around for that matter, but, 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 I, but I, I did my best to accommodate. And uh, I learned all those stunts, you know, and became quite good at it, actually. That was the one thing I was good at. All the cheers, not so much. But the, but the throwing people around stuff was fun. And, uh, uh, and, and so I, I found a couple of those people and invited them back to the church. And I was wanting to show how when we partner with God, we can do more than we can do. We can forgive people we can't forgive when we're living forgiven. We can love people that we don't have the strength to love when we're being loved. Right? 
And that, that kind of partnership frees us up to all kinds of things that are difficult for us to do on our own. And there was this little drill that I was always amazed worked every time we did it. It was just a simple count. I'd put my hands on our waist, one, two, we'd bend together, down, up. And I would give the count, one, two, down, up. And she could jump maybe about that high on her own. Uh, but somehow that combined strength of both of us doing it in sequence at the same, if we got out of sequence, she could break my wrists. You know, but but if we did it in sequence, man, she would just fly, and, and she would, you know, I'd throw her up so high that her feet would pass my face, and I'd just reach up and grab them and push her the rest of the way up. Well, I wanted to illustrate that, so I, I went over and I talked to this couple. No one else knew that they were cheerleaders, and I said, "Hey, would you guys stand up and maybe demonstrate this for us this morning?" And 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 they stood up just like that. Nobody else knew they were cheerleaders. And I said, "Just go ahead and give it a try. Let's just give it a, one, two, down." And everyone, whoosh, she went straight up in the air. Nobody, you know, you know, this this is happening in church. And God doesn't want it to just happen in church. He wants you to sense his power here, but he wants you to know that his power will show up for you at any time and in any place. He lives within you. So this morning, come to this meal knowing that Jesus didn't just appear as a revelation 2,000 years ago. Jesus wants to appear in your life, right where your struggle, right where you find it difficult to live into this life that he's calling you Jesus wants to be the one that gives you the count, that sends you higher than you can go in your own strength. Leave this place and this meal this morning knowing who it is that has a grip on you, that you might get even a better grip on your own life. On the night that he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread.